Hey guys, it's your girl Jodi Ann, also known as I Go By Joe, and this is The E Project. Let's start the show. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the E-Project, of course. I'm here with another amazing entrepreneur. Her name is Courtney Ann Johnson, and she is a dope-ass, yes, I said ass. <laughs> well, thank you, I'm already feel comfortable. Right? Dope-ass <laughs> creative freelancer here in New York City. So welcome! Hi guys, thanks for having me. I'm so really happy. excited. So happy to have you here. I just touched your shoulder. Like, you guys can even see that. But I'm so happy. <laughs> now, now they know. <laughs> now they know. I'm so honestly happy to have you. And being in New York City again is feels amazing. Because the last time I was here was about, about a month ago. Um, and I had so much fun. And then coming back again, I'm shooting New York Fashion Week. And then I'm able to connect with you. We met. You're uh, able to see Bushwick for the first Bushwick time. Bushwick for the first time. <laughs> all so, around. All of Bushwick. And that's in Brooklyn, guys, If just in case you're wondering. Um, but yeah, so welcome, Courtney. That was a long intro. Yeah. <laughs> Yay, hi. <laughs> so tell everyone a little bit about Courtney. Well, I'm originally from New York. Um, I did start my career out in Los Angeles. I've been back in New York, more so in uh, Brooklyn, working all over for about the last three and a half years now. I've been through salons probably about, gosh, like eight of them, maybe nine over the last 11 years. Um, and then... I'm coming up on a year now of being just completely an independent artist and seeing where it takes me. That's <laughs> and so it's cool. been quite interesting. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us, why has it been quite interesting? I mean, any entrepreneur really um, doesn't know what they're doing at first, and they have to make every single step along the way, um, mistake along the way, I mean, and just not give up, and you just have to keep with it. Um, and if you're creative and you're good enough, you just keep going you don't give up i agree because not every week is easy <laughs> not every day hour second it's like oh, something no. always if happens people say right? that they're lying <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right <God. laughs> oh my god so can you share with us a little bit about like the different things that you do i do i still do a lot of hair that's my comfort zone um i know it I could do it in my sleep practically. <laughs> um, I'll dabble in makeup here and there, not so much. I do a lot of editorial work now, a lot of photo shoots, runway, uh, creative, which has turned to a lot of creative directing with it now, where I round up the team, I round up the story, do the write ups, the submissions, and direct the shoots, which wow. has been really interesting. I'm doing one this Saturday actually at a club in Brooklyn, and it's about mental health awareness. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, it's about epilepsy. <laughs> oh, how did that how did that get started? What um, kind of brought that on? I was coming back from Europe and I read about it on a plane and just some different stuff came up in Europe um, where I feel like I should have known more about it. And since I don't, I wanted to do a shoot so other people would know more about it also. And oh, I've wow. done one in the past about synesthesia, actually, because I didn't know much about it. And I also read about it on a plane, ironically. Oh, wow. Um, Yes, planes are very inspiring, apparently. <laughs> very. You're stuck. You can't touch your phone. No. I mean, we should ride planes every day. Right, yeah. <laughs> Except when there's turbulence. Um, right, I we talked not. about that earlier. Yeah, I don't. I'm not a big fan. <laughs> but I didn't know anything about it also, and I thought that I should. So stuff like that inspires me, and I like to kind of spread it so other people know about it that's amazing you're amazing thank you just <laughs> like your whole energy your whole like i'm not even trying to like boost or gas her guys like she's actually like 
a very sweet, genuine person. Like, she does amazing work and works with dope people. And she's humble, like, like humble to the fullest. shit is not easy. No, it's not. I mean, and, <laughs> I, mean, and I, I love think that. That, ma- that does make you humble, though, because it's not easy. <laughs> no, and I yeah. love that about you. I love that you're so down to earth and just Thank like you. chill you're like yeah i did oprah yesterday yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not yet but not, she's probably will. a sweetheart <laughs> hi, <laughs> right? hi oprah i'll if send this to you <laughs> oh my god so, me. <laughs> <laughs> this episode is gonna be epic <laughs> it's all gonna be laughing <laughs> so okay so tell us a little bit about how you got started um, I was actually going to school for a psychology degree, and um, it's similar. I'm not good at school, so <laughs> um, a lot of people I didn't know what to do, and a lot of people said I had a knack for like hair and makeup, so I gave it a shot. Um, I was living in Phoenix at the time for high school, packed up, went to Los Angeles, and enrolled in hair school. And then as soon as I learned how to cut, actually, I fell in love with it. Wow. I liked it. It was kind of just like fixing stuff. It was puzzle pieces. You kind of got to connect shapes and, I don't know, distract yourself from life sometimes. Like, it was just really fun. That's so cool. So from psychology to now this creative <laughs> beast that you are, like, that's that's pretty dope. Like, that's cool. That's, like, that's super inspiring because... I mean, you can't, you know, we all like finish high school and we're like, oh, we're going to take psychology or, or something that's like, I've gone quote back unquote, twice secure. For it. And but, every time I got busy and fell back into this. So this was meant to be. Wow. Okay. <laughs> so what has been some of your high, highest and maybe lowest? Because as an entrepreneur, we have highs and lows like throughout our whole career, you know? You know, mainly highs. We, we that's what we're striving Since for. Since I've been independent, or through the whole. I want to say throughout, like from when you started till now. Like, what has been like your what have what have you noticed that's been like your growth? Um. Well, after about five years in LA, I was the only family member on the West Coast, and I knew I was either stay out there, but I had stopped kind of growing, or I had to make my way back east. So then I had to stop two places along the way to save money in Phoenix at first. And then I also have lived in Baltimore. So I went back there at one point, um, enrolled in school again, dropped out, got a job in New York off of a class I took up here. And I moved here two weeks later. Wow. So that pushed that, like, I didn't know I was moving back east to go to New York. And my career just kind of took me there. Okay. It was kind of lots of highs and lows during that <laughs> Okay, that's pretty cool though. So, so fast forwarding to now, what is what is your life like right now? Busy. I'm not <laughs> supposed to say busy. That means you're not organized. Oh, but, really? Um, I never heard that term. It's very yeah. full. <laughs> <laughs> um, it changes a lot. I'm not at salons anymore. Haven't been like I told you, but just all different kind of clients. A lot of celebrity work. All different kind of. House calls, shoots, directing, shows, whatever the week takes you. (laughs) But this planner right here that you saw me looking for, it helps a lot. Okay, yes. (laughs) Writing things down, I mean, do help. Yes. So 
working so your clientele has obviously grown since you obviously from starting till now and it's going to continue to grow so what have you noticed has been the difference in your clientele like did you have to take a new approach like what did you have to since change independent yeah like what did you have to I change got to pick my to, clients yes i was gonna say yeah what <laughs> That's did you have been to, awesome yeah if somebody's nasty i don't have to do them but you, i don't attract those clients thankfully but in the salon you don't always have a choice about that okay if they're in your chair you do them doesn't matter but when you're independent you can pick your clients and it's really really one of the most important things is having your clients because you wouldn't be able to be independent if it wasn't for them and so to even have them as clients and you pick them back and to have that support it means everything in the world to me awesome and did you notice like what did you have to change to start drawing in your preferred clientele were there steps that you took or there's things that you noticed that you did that you're like, oh, now these people, these are the clients I've been wanting and now they're coming to me? Not necessarily. Um, my last salon that I was at before I went independent, I specialized in color actually for the first time. Um, it was the most creative salon in New York. And I had been living here two years prior than that already. So I already had my clients growing. And then when I started doing color, I still cut, so I'd have to freelance still on the side, and any celebrities or house calls I was still doing on the side. Okay. Um, So my clients and then the ones I did on the side followed me after, and then it's kind of grown or shifted at times, of course. Okay. Instagram's great. You get random emails for new clients. Oh, you do get? So you do get bookings through Instagram? Yeah, or through your website, too. Or through your website. Okay. Awesome. (laughs) (laughs) So... When it comes to like, okay, so now we're talking about bookings. When it comes to like your bookings, do you miss the receptionist? Yes. Yes, I was going to say, <laughs> how do you handle organizing all your bookings? Like, your, I mean, your planner, your yes. Your planner, um, you just, you have to be humble and you don't have a receptionist. You have to text everybody back. You have to reach out, have a list of people that you need to reconnect with. Mm-hmm. Just stay on your game. <laughs> yeah, because I mean. It's a lot more work. Yeah, I mean... You don't have a cleaner. You don't have anything. (laughs) You saw me pick up today. (laughs) Yes, right? So, yeah, at this stage in the game, you still... I mean, your work is you've done and you do amazing stuff, but it's still like... You're like, okay, I'm still having to do certain administrative stuff. Oh, my gosh, yeah. I'm sure you've had assistants, but how... I've been training one um, in particular for a while now. I wanted to, like, find a girl and kind of bring her up in the industry with me, and I got exactly what I asked for, so we're working on it. It's just doing really good. Oh, so you have her right now? Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, she's doing good. (laughs) Oh, good. What's her name? Melena. Hi, Melena. Hi, Melena. <laughs> She's going to freak. <laughs> That's so cool. Hi, Melena. Hi, girl. So, okay. I want to know in terms of like, because industry can be a little bit, let's see, competitive, of course. I mean, like you anything, to, sports is competitive. But it, you know out I mean? of mind, out of sight. You, okay. only per, you will only get far if you compete with yourself. Anybody that competes with you, wish them the best. Mm, oh, I like that. I don't care. I like the mentality. Thanks. Very positive. Because, I mean, it's tough in this, I mean, in any industry, but the creative industry, like makeup, hair, photography, everything, it's very, like, it can be competitive. You know what your strengths are, what your weaknesses are. You know what you need to work on. You need to sit on YouTube and you need to watch those videos done right 10 times, done wrong 10 times, and get better at what you need to work on. Exactly. Not compete with that person over there because they need to work on other stuff than you. 100%. So how important is collaboration to you? Uh, Collaboration's key. I mean, again, we all have our strengths and weaknesses. You're a photographer. 
I am not. <laughs> I would love to take some classes on it, but you need your team to produce the best work. I might be able to go pull clothes, but that stylist over there has the eye that I don't have, and she might be able to match things up better, or mm. she can tell me when it's too much, and it's perfect, because we all have a different eye for stuff. Okay, that's true. It makes sense. And the right team is epic. You will make some really cool magic happen. Do you have any favorite collaborations that you've done? Oh, I have so many. If you see all these wigs, I really like working with wigs. <laughs> the one on synesthesia was really probably one of my favorites ever. What's that so, one again, sorry? The one about the mental health awareness yes, that okay. we did. We did it all in pitch black. There was no lights on. And I was working with people from London, and so we briefed on it a few days before they came over here and he tells me that we're using torches as lighting so I'm thinking we're using fire and I'm yeah. like well this is gonna be sick like thank god it's not at my home though <laughs> <laughs> but I get there and we're using glow sticks but apparently in Europe they call them torches and I'll oh, never forget that like going into like a so few days funny. prior like we're gonna light with fire and I don't know everything turned out really cool from that Oh, and that was the first um, photo shoot that I ever directed. Oh, cool. How many have you done since then? Probably like 30, 40 some. I don't know. 30, that's a lot. And that's where you're kind of gravitating, like that's what your goal is. to. Like, that's really when I, more. it might be a lot of work, but that's when I feel the most fulfilled when it's done. Mm, directing. Yeah. So like what, like what makes you want to do that more? Like what kind of like, what about it makes you, like gives you that like, oh, like I want to do this. Because even like that, like that shoot, I wanted to spread a message and about awareness. And that was the one about the London map over there that you saw. Mm-hmm. And there was just so much work going into it. But it was just so cool to see it all come together better than you can picture. Oh. <laughs> and then you get on your next one. You got a long list running of stuff you want to spread. But <laughs> oh, that's so special. Yeah. That's really sweet. You're so sweet. Girl, <laughs> I keep complimenting her, and I'm not even trying to gas her, guys. Like she just, like, she's just a sweet, genuine person. <laughs> so, That's what refreshing. are your next? <laughs> what are your next kind of steps right now that you can share? Well, I'm doing the shoot about epilepsy. I'm gonna do another one about anxiety. I'm gonna do some clothing brand shoots with certain clients, which is pretty cool. Because um, I think again, when just people, when that's me supporting them, they support me, and I just think that's the only way we'll all get anywhere is by supporting each other. You can't do anything fully on your own. I've learned from being on my own. Now. Yes, it's really you need you need to be very okay for asking for help when you need it. I had to make six websites before I made one work, and I had to ask for help. Mm. But then you're creative, and you take that back because it's not looking right. <laughs> but when you need help, you have to ask for help. I think that's key. Asking for help is very important. Not being too... What's the word? I can't do it all. Like I told yeah. you, I hired a retoucher now. Yes. And with directing, sometimes the photographer will be busy, and I'll get like this you know, big drop box of photos... And I'll try and edit. I'll spend three days editing. And I'm like, I just can't like her blemishes or this is not my specialty. I'm making this look worse. Um, So you need to ask for help. You can't be too prideful. That's the word I was looking for, guys. I found it. (laughs) But yeah, you can't be. There it is. (laughs) Um, Yeah, you can't be too prideful. You have to very like we've been saying this word humble a lot. Humble yourself to really. Makes me want to play the song. Oh, right. Yes, Kendrick. (laughs) Royalty free. Oh, yes. Another level. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so my next question for you is, uh, what advice would you give to someone um, wanting to pursue or just follow their passion? Start. That's it. 
<laughs> just start. Just start. If you have a passion, you have it for a reason. It's in your nature, and you need to seek it out because it's going to evolve. It's going to grow. It's going to change, but it's never going to change if you don't just start. Mm. And don't be scared to quit your job. Just quit. Just start. <laughs> I like that. Just do it. And ask for help. <laughs> and ask for help. Exactly. So I want to know what inspires Courtney Ann Johnson to keep going? Like what inspires you? To see, to remember months ago or like two weeks ago or whenever, just seeing your own journey. Um, even no matter what happens with it, um, I think it's just really cool to look backwards sometimes, even though you're not technically supposed to look backwards. I think it's nice to just remember how far you've come and you have so much farther that you want to go, but it's really cool that you made these steps so far. Mm. <laughs> Man. Man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Courtney. <laughs> it's funny because my best friend's name, shout out to Courtney, his name, uh, best friend named Courtney. Oh, hey. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh, my goodness. So where do you hope to see yourself in the next, like, I'm gonna say I, I I used to say five to ten, but I'm gonna say a year. Where do you a have year. to see yourself even a year from now? I could be in Europe. <laughs> oh, I mean the what do you one you there. I spent a month just kind of with an open ended ticket traveling around because I wanted to make my brand to see if it would function on the go. Okay. And I was gone for a month. I planned to go for like maybe a week and a half too. Okay. One thing I think really important, like, because I'm not technically just a freelancer, I work with many different other companies that we have, like, sponsor relationships with. Okay. So one thing important is to make sure that if you were to ever leave New York, for example, any freelancer, um, you can get hired any day for gigs here because people know who you are. If you move to wherever, you could possibly not have any jobs. So you have to make sure that your business is mobile on the go. Mm. So, like, establishing yourself... Like, a name that's not just New York City. Like, you yeah. want to be able to go to London and be able to pick up jobs, keep growing your network. I know people all over the place now. Um, and it's just really important to not settle with that and to just keep it going. Okay, that's that's good advice. Because, I mean, especially living in New York City, because it's such a massive city, I, I feel like it's almost easy to stay here and... Not that you wouldn't travel. You know, travel. this is the longest place, um, longest time I've ever lived somewhere without moving. Like, I might have been in L.A., but I would have to go back for six months and then come back or something. But I've never stayed somewhere for this set period of time without leaving. So that's, I think that's true. You can get stuck here. You get so busy here. And you um, do get a lot of work here, too. Oh, yeah. I'm sure. <clears throat> oh, yeah. But just like you said, being just, but like you were saying, it's I think it's being mindful and knowing. Okay, now let's think a little bit bigger. Yes, like always I, thinking yeah. ahead, always thinking about more, um, and that's a creative too. We can't really help it. <laughs> just, no, just, I think it, it, it is what much it is. Comes naturally. You're just like, um, yeah. We're always <laughs> wanting to. We're always planning. Like once you stop growing, you're bored. <laughs> yeah, you're not happy, um, and you need to go after that next thing. Hmm. I think that's why I hop salons so many times. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, I want to talk a little bit about mentorship. Mm, so I think I mentors think, are very important. Yes, I think they're very important. Again, with being humble, asking for help. <laughs> yes, exactly. So, for you, have you like what have, what has your experience been with myth mentorship? Well, when I was at my last salon, I was ready for more. I didn't know exactly. What it was, though, because I was at the best salon. I wanted to work there for so long, but I wanted more. You always want more. Of course. And I started to feel a little bit alone. Um, but then when I went on my own, 
you feel like your body's like two blocks over. Like it's the scariest feeling ever Oh wow! to like commit to going independent, but you think you're going to be so alone. But the thing is, is you build your right network. You might, everything might shift and it might be scary for a bit, but you're going to attract the right people. You're going to attract the right mentors. You're going to support the right people that will support you. And you feel more, the least alone that you've ever felt. Maybe like okay. it, it gets better. Um, but then I think mentors, um, throughout your career, it starts with your cosmetology teacher. It changes with that first job that may fire you. <laughs> I got fired for not being able to clip her right at first. And then I wanted to scissor over comb everything. Oh, um, okay. I don't know what that means, but <laughs> I'm just saying, oh, okay. Your stylist will. <laughs> no, I, I want to do all scissor cuts. Um, okay. but then he, you know, he teaches you a lesson. That's when you learn you need to work on something that's your first thing exactly and then every salon you're at every owner is a mentor um, a teacher is a mentor and now I'm not at a salon and my favorite mentor company is called destroy the hairdresser they work globally I think they have maybe 35 people's total they're very very personal more so okay they work one-on-one with people and they're a very growing company everybody should look into them And then also another good mentorship is with a company called Mastered. They work with all photographers, stylists, hairstylists, makeup artists, creative directing. They opened my eye to that and taught me a lot about it. Is this New York based only, though? Nope, they're based out of London. Oh, this is based Um, out of London. Okay. But then, like, they're in New York right now. Okay. And uh, they have, like, the top of the industry, and then they give you all those mentors, and then you're able to grow your network a lot and just okay. get different advice from people you'd never be able to talk to. Uh, so, okay, so this is international then? Yeah. Okay, so this is, okay, so you can get, so Torontonians in case... My you two mentors yeah. met the other night, actually. Oh. <laughs> I had a mentor from London that I ran into at a fashion show, and then I was on my way to a drink meetup with my New York mentor, and I oh. said, okay, I'm bringing them together, and then they got to talk about their companies together, which was oh. pretty cool. That's so cool. Okay, guys, so Torontonians, you're not left out. This is not just for um, New York and London. This is international. Yeah. So if anyone yeah, wants these tips, I will definitely link it in the blog just so yeah. you guys can have easy access to it. So thank you for sharing that. You're That's welcome. really cool. So what do you, what do you hope to like aspire to? I also... Very starting still, Mm -hmm. but I would love to coach people also and mentor people because I'm always giving advice. Mm -hmm. I hope to inspire other people to do whatever they want to (laughs) do. Just start. And if you have a passion, don't be scared. No, you should be scared. That's normal. But (laughs) just go for it. Don't let the fear, don't let that scaredness stop you though. Fear is not real. It's not an actual thing. It's all just fake. Mm. Kind of like built up in our heads. I mean, we all have anxiety, but fear yeah. is not a real thing. You just have to go for it. Man, you're giving <laughs> like such amazing advice right now. I love it. Yay. <laughs> no, it's good because it's good. I mean, I think we can get stuck in our own. I don't know. We can get just stuck and it's hard to you can totally get, out get of that. stuck. Yeah. Like I'm stuck right now. I feel After like. election, I was completely stuck yeah. and that's why I didn't know what to do at my job. And I reached out to a mentor Mm-hmm. And that's when I started with Destroy the Hairdresser. Like two weeks later. A week mm-hmm. later, I quit my job. <laughs> but I feel like everything just aligned for you. Everything should align for everybody if 
they get up in the morning and do the right thing and follow their passions. Mm -hmm. Things might fall apart sometimes, but it's a blessing in disguise um, because it's going to rearrange it how it's meant to be. Mm. So just trust it. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) Yeah, I've seen that happen a bunch. (laughs) Oh my goodness. So what has been like your most... Like, can you remember a time you're like, oh man, this is happening. Like, this is going somewhere. Like, okay. Yeah. (laughs) Definitely. Many times. Like, maybe when you see a photo shoot come together. Or maybe when you get that text for that client that you never thought they would ever want you to work with them. Or just like, this would never happen. Um, But you're already busy doing this and this and that. And that's moments where I'll go outside. I'll call my mom and I'll tell her I don't need advice I need to speak this out to you and all right yeah we can do this (laughs) oh it's amazing but yeah so when you're really really busy and you don't think you can do anything more and then you have to do it Mm -hmm. that's when you know it's coming together oh (laughs) because it sucks and then it's great (laughs) right it's like an up and down never-ending story lord so okay what has that's the scariest thing about going independent is you think you're not gonna have anything to do but when you have a lot to do, you know it's real. I believe that. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. What advice in terms of, like, okay, somebody wanting to start, the, like, just start anything creative. Just they want to just do something. Other than, Journal. like, I know you, like, yeah, because I know you said just obviously just do it. Start it. Don't give up. Like, just Start do writing, it. actually. I was influenced to start blogging. I had no idea I was a good writer at all. And I probably may sucked. But, um... I just kind of just see what comes out and just start the flow and see what you write about or like even for yourself, just make bullet points of what makes you passionate. Mm. Maybe sprawl that off with like points from words and like why, how do you want to feel? What's going to make you feel that way? If it doesn't make you feel how you want to feel when Mm -hmm. you pick those words, then you don't do it and you say no. Oh, (laughs) I like that. I'm going to actually start doing that. Yes. Because <laughs> I've done that a little bit. But Advice from a, a yes. mentor also. <laughs> and a fourth special mentor. Yeah. You taught me that. So for you, like where you are right now and like the clients that you've been working with, did you have to take certain steps to, to start getting these clients or did it just all start happening? It all just full kind circle? of came. You have to be very good at your job. Um, you have to. Be an honest, nice person. You will attract the right people. Just be reliable, but also be flexible. Okay. Because um, oh, things are going like to change a lot. Yes. And that's just how it is. Okay. Just accept it. And <laughs> I so- did have to humble myself. One of my favorite clients, um, it took me a year and a half to ask for her picture, and I don't know why. <laughs> what do you mean? Like, I was just nervous, because like, once you do somebody's hair or whatever you're doing for a long time, you build a relationship with them, they're investing in you, you're investing your time in them, mm-hmm. um, and you get to be close. I get to be friends with a lot of my clients. We get like, really close relationships, and I just... Felt nervous to ask for a picture. And if she was right away like, yeah, no problem. And I'm like, why did it take me oh. a year and a half to ask this 10-second conversation? Because you just you want know? to add to your book, Because right? you deserve it. And you should ask. And they want you to be successful also, or they would be working with that person over there. Mm-hmm. Um, so just at, always ask for that picture. You deserve to have that picture for your portfolio. It's going to attract more clients. No, it's just ask questions. Yeah. Did you ask a lot of questions when you first started? In hair school? 
Yeah, like just <laughs> even like every journey that you took, like every like you because you've done a little bit of like different things along the way. Did you always be? Were you always mindful? If I didn't of know something, of- um, I would like to say most of the time I would ask. I don't think I've always had as strong of a voice as. Even like in the last year, it's made me have. Um, I've definitely went through phases of being shy, but you should always ask questions. Did I answer that okay? <laughs> no, 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 that's fine. No, I was just curious because you know sometimes you get a little shy or like oh, totally. you, you want to start something new. I'm an introvert, or, which is probably surprising. I'll go and I'll go and I'll hit a wall mm. and I'll just get so tired. You know, <laughs> but most you creators can't are. Stop. You got to keep going, so you got to push through that wall. Yeah, and. Once, if you're good at your job again, that's your comfort zone, and that's when I'll wake up again and I'll feel mm-hmm. comfortable. Um, yeah, and you know, I'm actually noticing that. Uh, funny that you said that you're an introvert because I'm actually a major introvert. Most we people don't, about that. yeah. We yeah. talked about this I'm before. I'm an outgoing introvert, outgoing introvert. I don't then I just stop. Stop. Oh, you probably, run out of fuel. Yeah, I you totally to just said that wrong. I think I totally just said that wrong. I remember what it's called, but there's a word for someone that's actually an introvert, but they're also an extrovert, like they're a mix of both. There's actually a word outgoing for it, outgoing introvert. There's actually like a, a word word. I just can't remember right now. Siri, but, Alexa. <laughs> but I find that a lot of creatives are introverts. A lot of creatives. But it's like when they That's get in their maybe zone. Because you, you're not going to create out. anything or find that. And back to the passion thing. You're not going to figure out what you're passionate for if you don't shut the outside world off sometimes. Because you need that time alone to think of stuff that you wouldn't think about when you're not around this group of people or doing mm-hmm. clients. You need, I mean, it's hard, but you need to find that day sometimes to just like, Hang out in your room. See where Google takes you. Like, mm-hmm. just see where your mind will take you. Um, and find if you're not feeling passionate, that's the thing that helps a lot is to spend some time alone. Mm. Okay, I like that. <laughs> good. <laughs> no, it's good. You're you're doing really well. Yay! <laughs> Can you remember a time that that you're comfortable sharing as well? Like mm-hmm. that was really, or one of the times that maybe was hard for you, and how you overcame that? Oh. Going independent was very hard. And I, again, I call my family (laughs) and they give me advice that you're doing the right thing. Just start in five minutes. You'll be out that door. You have, you will have begun and you're not going to feel how you're feeling right now. Mm -hmm. You're going to feel like a truck is lifted off you Mm because it's scary. But once you commit, I mean, that's a whole new book. You turn the page. (laughs) It's not just, it's a whole different kind of scary book. Uh, ditto. I agree. <laughs> I know. I definitely agree. But it's you. a really cool book. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> so I want to know, what does being a creative entrepreneur mean to you? Like, there's a def- there is the definition of entrepreneur. We all know that. But I like to ask yeah. people to find out what being an entrepreneur means to them. To especially me, in the creative it means field. also starting an actual business. You're not just freelance. You're signed up with the LLC. You have a tax ID. You're sponsoring with different brands. Um you have an actual business. And then again, you should take it on the go. So is that what it means to you? I think like, so. Yeah, you have to have an actual business. Or, I mean, an entrepreneur is also like a business owner. So I think it's really important. And you, you deserve to have that stamp of like you are an actual organization. Business. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. I always find it very interesting. All of that I had no idea about either. I had no? to figure it out. Yeah. I find it interesting when I ask this question, everyone, I mean, everyone is supposed to have a different answer. So I'm always interested in like hearing everyone's difference. And I'm like, what kind every, of those stuff have you heard? I'm um, like, I don't know. <sighs> now I'm on the spot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? <It's> like payback. <laughs> <laughs> 
don't know. I think some people have said like it, being an entrepreneur to them means just being free. I've heard that. It's, it's freedom. It's taking control of you're their in control own of everything. Yeah, yeah you're, you're technically you're, you're and everybody's gonna so. have advice or an opinion or want to mold you a certain way. They give you mm-hmm. ten things of advice. You take two. Exactly. And that's and, okay. Healthy. So speaking of that, how do you mm-hmm. um, cancel so all that noise? I'm so used to it. Um, there's everybody wants to make you into something. Um, so you listen, you always listen and that's it. And if somebody wants to give you again, 10 things of advice, I personally think it's healthy to take two from each person and like try to use their advice, but still stay completely unique and creative and have your own eye because you're mm. never going to make this is a great advice from nick knight is my favorite photographer okay. oh he's um, amazing he's everything um you're never gonna this is the what got me to quit my job the day before too you're never gonna make it anywhere if you work for somebody else's vision the only thing the industry needs is you and they need your eye they need your voice they need what you're gonna bring because that's the only thing we're missing we already have his <laughs> wow thank you nick knight <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Do you know him personally? or, or just... I've never met him, but oh, he's, okay. he was part of the master program last year. Um, his show studio, studio is absolutely inspiring to me. If I was to ever in the long run have like, keep my company growing, um, show studio is the thing that inspires me the most. Everybody should look into that. Oh, thank <laughs> you for that. Hear that, guys? Go. Now, now, go on your computer, web browser, and www. If you like dark yeah. art, which I do. <laughs> that what she just said. Yeah. <laughs> show studio. So, okay, it's only a couple more questions because I could talk to you all day, literally. <laughs> I want to kind of get into pricing okay. and clients a little bit. Ooh, okay, yeah. let's do that. So, I have advice. <laughs> right? So, how has pricing been for you? I have, I've never, so I said I worked at a lot, many salons. Um, I've never stepped over. I've always stepped up. So it was always on to something bigger and better. And so my prices went up in that sense. So then every year you should raise them at least a little bit because you've learned more, you've grown more, and you deserve to. Yes. So don't be scared to raise your prices. You should raise your prices. Your clients, again, want you to be successful. Yeah. Um, so you so. should raise your prices. <laughs> and how do you explain that to them? I'm raising my prices when maybe during the consultation beforehand, you never surprise somebody with a big ticket. You always confirm the price and then you do the service. Okay. So they don't want to do it. Then I can help you do this. We can do this part. We can do this another day, but this is what this costs. And then maybe go over it with them. Say in, in my, like in a salon, you would do that at the chair. But in my sense, we go over consultation and prices, um, before they come. Okay. Or before I go to them. You know? So do you ever have, do you send out memos to your clients? <laughs> let them know what, you know, this year, everyone coming the new year. I really need to start doing a newsletter. I really have been oh, trying to work on it yeah. for okay. a while, but I would do that in a newsletter if okay. I ever get around to that. Okay. I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Newsletters okay. will help saying that we're raising your prices. Happy new year, whatever it is. Okay. So how did you first establish your prices to begin with? Like when I went independent, yeah, um, I kept it at what my prices were at my last salon at first because I didn't think that at first I didn't deserve to raise them yet. Okay, because I was just so thankful for anybody that chose to at the time come to my last apartment that didn't look like the studio you were in. I was in the kitchen, you know, okay. um, or I was going to them. But I just felt so thankful for anybody that was around me. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So I kept them as is at first. And then late, and then I would, this is bad, but I would sometimes give them discounts because I was just so thankful to have anybody around, which I was busy, but I was just so grateful um, all the time. Okay, so that was you just being... So now I won't give discounts anymore because I don't deserve to give discounts to everyone. Okay. Um, So that was me freezing my prices. My prices are now maybe a tiny bit higher, Mm -hmm. and then there's no discounts. And any add-on, it's an add-on. It's not just Mm -hmm. included anymore. Okay. So, and then, okay, so that's pricing. I kind of want to dive into a little bit of um, about clients. So in terms of your clientele, how did you start establishing your clientele was it by referrals word of mouth well again um i've been in new york um and and now i mean i still have my people that i've been with for the last three some years but um referrals word of mouth all my family's from new york for the most part so just word of mouth lately i've been trying to focus on clients more it's hard to find that balance between directing um business also as a second one and clients so I try to like every two weeks focus on one then switch it regroup them with clients then regroup in with different sponsors um but lately I've been giving clients like if you refer me to people I'll give you $50 off a service oh okay okay oh that's cool I just started doing that that's actually pretty cool yeah because I was thinking the same thing. I mean, I was ready to grow a little bit again on yeah. Focus on Clients. Um, how was I going to do that? I didn't have a mm. referral program. Okay. Yeah. So, one more last thing about clients. How do you kindly... Or, like, I don't know if you've been in this position, but, like... Because I know not every client is for us. So, how, oh, do, you, no. so how do you kindly and nicely... Um, or however you do it say like you know maybe refer them to someone else or you have to let go of a client I feel like that happens a lot in salons but I feel like when you go independent I'm not maybe this is different for other people but I attract people that are like myself okay awesome Um, and I haven't personally had to fire any clients since I went on my own oh that's okay that's amazing (laughs) wow that's amazing knock on wood yes (laughs) literally knock on wood that's amazing because I mean as like a freelancer you, you do cut into situations where you do have some sometimes let them go and it's that okay to do sometimes with like maybe more editorial work where okay. i'm like we have diff- i mean it's all about your aesthetic if you know they like light and bubbly and i like this opposite yeah. <laughs> like it's it's just we're not gonna want to do the same projects okay. or like maybe somebody treated you poorly which has happened of course our industry is brutal we're crazy yeah and, and if they're nasty um you will not work with them or you should not Mm, okay that's good I like that (laughs) or if they waste your time time is very very valuable and if they literally will waste your time you well you should not work with them (laughs) okay thank you yeah I noticed you have a mood board over there Mm -hmm. so (laughs) right you have a couple of them is is your mood board do does that help you think of um concepts i've done it kind of recently more and it's actually kind of placed together now from different stories if i were to like show you it close up i could explain how this flows into this part and then it flows into this part um and it's from different mood boards that i've created over the last year and now they are coming together to make one big wall Wow, it's really cool. I like it. It's really cool, guys. You'll see it in the video. (laughs) Oh, Courtney, thank you so much. This has been. I mean, I legit can keep asking you more and more (laughs) questions. I feel like we need a part two, but 
You've given so much amazing advice so far, so thank you so much. You're welcome. The last question that I have, I ask everybody. Um, it's like a fun little whatever silly question. It's just I've kind of like kept on as tradition kind of thing. So, what is the one thing you cannot leave the house without, minus your cell phone? My headphones. <laughs> yeah. My headphones, or I'm in that store down the street buying more. <laughs> Water. Water in New York is important. Water and headphones. <laughs> I like that combination. That's awesome. <laughs> my oh my gosh. Thank you so much, Courtney. And where can we find you on social media? At Courtney.ann.johnson. Okay. And that's on Instagram and or and Twitter or just Instagram? Just Instagram. Instagram and yeah. your website? www.courtneyjohnsoncaj.com. Awesome. And I'm going to provide everything at the bottom of the blog like I always do. So thank you guys so much for listening. And until next time, talk to you later. Bye, Bye. guys. Thank you. <laughs>